0: Welcome to a special episode of the San Antonio Soccer Roundtable. Um, As many of you have probably seen, we had a uh, pretty in-depth discussion on our Tuesday night show with Samba director, head coach John Rexroth, just kind of over the current state of of the UPSL, and we didn't really have time to get into San Antonio FC's latest success. So we wanted to do a, a special episode for today's match. And uh, we have a special guest with us also, uh, Chris Hawkman, joining us. How are you doing today, Chris? Hey, doing well. Glad to be here.
1: Glad to join you
2: all. Well, took my to rapids joke here. to make him come come on.
1: That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah if we make a joke about the plague. I'm, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pop in.
0: We've been begging for a long time. I'm, I'm glad Harry finally uh, was able to get you. So uh, happy to have you here, man. Looking forward to that. And then Rafa, the uh, the silent Bob from uh, our last episode. How are you doing there, Rafa?
3: Pretty good. Just, like I said, last this past week, just soaking it in and let John do, do his thing. But I'm ready for tonight. So that's one we're looking forward to,
0: so we can get some three points where we'll, we'll discuss.
2: And John did his thing.
0: Awesome, awesome. I'm just trying to make sure that we got the stream going uh, there it on is. our Facebook page. Is uh, is everybody seeing it there live on Facebook? Uh, Harry, do you see it yeah. there on Yeah, I see mm-hmm. it. I got the
2: chat. James Hope just joined, so welcome, James. Okay, awesome. Mr. Awesome. Hope, as I call him.
0: Well, if you'll keep an eye on that, man, and make sure that everything's running smoothly. Uh, we got a lot to get into today. Uh, we've got some highlight videos and everything like that to look back on um, from the month of July. Uh, But I guess the first thing that we're kind of excited to announce that we wanted to share with you guys is uh, a little something that we've been working on now for the last few weeks, I guess, and and just trying to get it right. And um, we came out with our very own San Antonio Soccer Roundtable scarf. So, uh, Aaron, I just wanted to say thank you for kind of helping us uh, fine-tune the design a little bit. Um, You know, Rafa and and Harry and all of us kind of – Put together some ideas of what we wanted to do as far as trying to capture something for a scarf. So, uh, we wanted to show you guys what that finished product kind of looked like here on our show. And uh, we'll be sending that out and everything and taking pre orders. The scarves are going to be $20. So, uh, we'll have some more information about that. But uh, just wanted to get into that announcement this morning, kind of first and foremost. We're really excited. We're happy with the way they look and everything. And, uh, again, just wanted to say thank you to Aaron for helping us with the design. We uh, are really excited and we think they look great. Well, what do you think, Harry?
2: Oh, I love it. Um, I especially like the, the supporting local soccer cause that's really what we're about is, um, you know, whether it's men's or women's, you know, the high schools, um, a little bit on the Academy, not as much as, as we like. And that might be something that we discuss, uh, uh, down the road but uh, and of course SAFC and, and then of course uh, um, you know all the ladies teams here so I'm, I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah I'm happy to see how they turn out and that'll be something that you know obviously the proceeds will kind of go to helping support the costs and everything associated with running a podcast. Um, we talked a little bit about the uh, lack of funds available in the UPSL. Um, If you think you're going to make a million dollars off of a soccer podcast, uh, you're kind of in the same boat. So uh, everything helps, but uh, we'll be sharing some more information on the scarves and everything. Just wanted to show that to you guys. Um, But I think the one thing that we're all really excited about is uh, kind of taking a look back at the month of July for uh, San Antonio FC. Rafa, Harry, I know both of you guys had kind of talked about how important this month was for the team, uh just with kind of their lack of strength of schedule and, and how important points were gonna be this month. Uh we got a highlight video that we're gonna show here shortly, but uh just recap overall kinda Harry, what were your thoughts from this last month and, and everything and, and and how do you feel like the team is is looking heading into today's matchup versus Sacramento?
2: It's like it's a different team. Um and, and you know some of that's probably perception uh for it here, but uh With, you know, I go back to really kind of the Oklahoma City uh, match where they got that late goal to tie it up. Um, They turned around losing, you know, they lost to Fresno on on June 21st, uh, three to two, and kind of through there. Um, And then they came back and, you know, they tied El Paso, which at the time, you know, El Paso was on pretty good form. And then they really roughed up Austin before they hit it head into the break. And, um, about that time frame, they got uh, a Mr. Frank Lopez uh, coming in, and I think he's been the I think he's been a big difference as far as you know formation. And I know, I know uh, uh, Rafa, and you can probably speak to a little bit more to that. But uh, he brings that speed up front, which um, I think complements Billy um, and and Pirano uh, quite a bit here. So uh, to me, and and kind of looking at the schedule here. Um, you know, it's it's you know it's kind of hit and miss. Where you got Sacramento um, tonight, which I don't think they're in the best form uh, recently. Uh, but then you go on the road to Reno, come home play a derby against RGV, um, and then you got New Mexico coming into town. So uh, as great as July was, there's still work to do, and and uh, if if they let off the, the gas. Could, you know, that, that uh, does not fold well uh, for the standings because as of right now, we are technically still 12th. Um, however, um, we could be go all the way up, you know, depending on results up to seventh, you know, around that time frame. So uh, between fourth and where San Antonio is, is only a gap of uh, five points.
0: Absolutely, and and we'll get into the standings uh, a little bit more here kind of in a minute, and just uh, what implications today's matchup has for that. Chris, uh, I'm kind of excited to get your take. I know you followed the club for a long time, still out there in Tampa, obviously. Um, but, you know, what have you thought about this last month of July? Does it seem like the, the, the team could finally kind of be gelling, like you mentioned in your article? Yeah, I think
1: that's, the, that's been the key. You know, defensively, the team stepped up, um, which we talked about in um, – you know, in that article yesterday. Um, yeah, and it, it took a long time. I mean, this was the first season where there was an entirely new backline. Um, the previous seasons has at least been two carried over from the season before this year. There was so much turnover, which may highlight a bigger problem with the club overall, um, but that's probably too long a discussion for right now. Um, the the defence seems to finally be clicking. Um, you know, I think to that Cardone, um Seem to be getting better at job, I think, um than he was early in the season. It's never been a strong point. Um, I pointed that out a few articles ago. Kataris um, good at distributing the ball. He's good on penalties and free kicks, um, but in general play, he can he can be lacking a little bit, um, which can happen. Um, but I think yeah, the defense is dealing. I think I think Lopez is the, the big thing that's really helped and been the big difference. It's easy to, to to him because he came in and the results suddenly got better. Um, I don't think it's a coincidence. Um, I think our next stats stuff we're going to look at Lopez um, and see the impact that he had on the team because it's been significant. You know, I mean, there's been, he's been involved in almost all the goals um, since he joined the team, whether that's providing a secondary assist and assist or or the goal, um, not that USL have are secondary assists, but sure. we can. Um, and so it's um, that has been a big tell. I think he's a good get. Um, I, I guess I understand why LA let him go if you're not going to, if you have no intention of putting him in your MLS team, there's no point in uh, in carrying him in USL, um, mm-hmm. which is the right thing to do The a guy move on with his career. Um, We'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, they could always take him back at the end of the year. Um, but right now, um, it's a big game for San Antonio. But the question I have over that loan agreement is whether he's allowed to play against LA um, because there were, there's were been agreements in the past where players have not been allowed to play. I think about uh, Houston Dynamo um, when they loaned out a couple of players. Um, that unique situation where you had uh, – the goalkeeper playing in goal for San Antonio on Saturday, then playing in goal against San Antonio on Wednesday, then playing in goal for San Antonio again the following Saturday. Um, so, um, which have been a bad decision for Houston because they lost that cup game. <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> you bring up an interesting point because they do go to LA uh, September 20th. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that will be kind of interesting to see if uh, Mr. Lopez is eligible to play that game. That was a great
1: Uh, My suspicion is they will um, because LA probably doesn't care that much about winning one game in USL, Mm -hmm. Um, but you never know. Um, But it's
2: not just him too because you also got Jameson as well that's on loan from the Galaxy as well. So that could be something to look out for come uh, September.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting point, something for consideration that, you know, I I wouldn't have ever thought about before. Um, But, you know, like you say, I think Lopez is kind of the easy person to point the finger at because it's the new addition. And obviously he has had a part of some some role in every goal. Um, But also, too, I think Billy's kind of come of form a little bit as of late. You know, for the longest time this season, we talked about it looked like he was always kind of a step off or just uh, couldn't finish a shot or, you know, it was like he was just almost right there. And it seems like here in the last few matches, he's kind of come of form. What have you thought about Billy Forbes' play of late, Chris? I, I'm interested to hear your
1: take on that. Yeah, I think, I think Billy's needed a, a better partner, honestly. Um, he's been kind of isolated, and I think that's put a lot of pressure on him. Um, I think Billy does great with pressure. Um, when he has to be the main man, um, this isn't really a shot of Billy. I think a lot of strikers have this when it's just them and they're expected to do everything, that's a lot. That's a lot for anybody. Um, and so I think that's why Billy did well. Billy well at Phoenix, because he had a lot of really great support there. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, they didn't want to keep him. Um, you know, and San Antonio has a long history of, of um, really well-loved strikers who can't find the back of the net. Um, See <laughs> Omar <laughs> Gordon. Omar <laughs> Gordon. Um, the most notable one I think of is uh, Polo Capas define the net a lot, but also um, probably could have scored twice as many goals as uh, as he did if he took his chances better in that first season. And then, of course, kind of went down as the great villain for uh, getting that red card against Minnesota and then uh, oh. announcing uh, he was joining Minnesota. <laughs> um, so, you know, um, I, I, you know, I like him and I'm glad that he's doing well I like it on a personal level. Uh, and uh, and he's a he's a good player um he may be losing his pace a little bit but that's to be expected um you know he's, he's playing usl for a reason um you know if he, if he had the pace he might be playing an mls um but you know he's lost that pace, and i think you you've been pointed at it earlier having lopez's pace has kind of helped cover for Forbes, who doesn't have that pace but can finish and use his strength well and now he's getting better service from a guy like Lopez, um, you know, I, I've talked a lot this season about how terrible San Antonio FC's crossing is, um, sure. but notably in the game against the Monarchs, it was above uh, it was above 40%, which in, in any league, if you're crossing above 40%, that, that's pretty great. Um, in USL, that's astounding. Um, and that's, you know, in part because of Lopez um, and what he's done. Um, I do think there's more to it. Um, I think we've we pinpointed half of why San Antonio is doing better um, in the article yesterday. I think the defense is doing better, and that's helping. Um, but, again, it could have been different last week. Um, you know, had it not have been the red card, I don't
2: know.
1: Um, mm-hmm. It opened up a lot more space, and that made the game
2: easier. Um, so. in, to- in talking with Rafa, you know, to flip the script on the defensive side, he, you know, and Rafa can kind of explain this a little bit more, um, but he really likes the pairing of Hood and Pekka in the back and, and how that how that dynamic has kind of helped shore up uh, uh, the defense. Do you want to kind of explain that, Rafa? Yeah, you, you know, you're putting pretty much your two best defenders in that central mid
3: area. Like Chris mentioned about our defense, it took a while to gel, but I think the key to the whole thing, gelling is getting Pekka back. And since we've – if you've noticed, since we've gotten Pekka back, you know, we've our defense has been pretty much you know, solid. You know, we've given up I guess no more no more than two goals the last
1: well,
3: two games, you know, just a couple here little miscues, but you know, the pass back Peck, from La Hood. Yeah, yeah. But Peck has been the key and you can see the confidence of the defense now. It's like, hey, we have our captain back, you know, he organizes everything and he's really elevated the game. But I like the way they would also play with La Hood. You know, he also comes down, helps out the defense, play like a four-back, but then he pushes up and gets into the attack and so forth. And I'm just waiting. Hopefully, like, when we get um, Moises back, you know, how deadly is our defense really going to be, mm-hmm. you know, once he's healthy? So, you know, the defense has been the key as far as stepping up, winning these games, and, and then not only our offense, but, you know, the defense, you, you can tell it's, it's a lot different than it was back in early – early June before Peck, you know, arrived back from his injury.
0: I I think too that it seems like here as of late also, um, guys are really stepping up for each other on that back line. It seems like, you know, if Akon's playing a little off, then Green steps up and plays a little better, you know, vice versa. It's like the guys are really kind of filling in for each other really well. And um, I definitely want to get into a a more in-depth look at today's matchup versus Sacramento But let's take a look back here at uh, the month of July and and some of these goals and, and just take a minute to really celebrate how far San Antonio FC has come over these last few weeks. Quite a look back there on the uh, month of July. Like I say, kind of uh, looking back at those highlights, you just see the impact, I feel like, Jamison and and Forbes are starting to have in in connection with Lopez uh, on this offense. So, excited to see kind of what comes up from uh, this matchup today. But uh, I think we had our first question kind of for today's matchup, Harry, uh, from Guillermo.
2: to get some strength over speed say that
0: one more time buddy just because the audio when we came back from uh the video didn't quite capture the beginning of
1: the question i apologize
2: uh no worries uh sacramento's a physical team uh would you start Jameson over gomez to get some strength over speed
1: It's a good question um the physicality of sacramento's there um but the change that we've seen in San Antonio has come from having speed um if it was in Sacramento I think this would be an easier question because their pitch is bigger um the speed helps a lot more um what's been interesting is that speeds helped San Antonio despite how tiny um, the pitch dimensions are in in San Antonio um it's a tough call and I hate I hate sitting on the fence um, for me, if I was managing the team, my answer would be no, uh, and it's just because if it ain't broke, don't fix it.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I think I think the team seems to be gelling now. Um, plug the article again. Um, we talked about the defense gelling yesterday. Um, I, I think that with all that in mind, with how much better um, the team is doing, I think making a change for a specific approach opponent might not be the best move um i said i like Jonathan. um i really think he's he's one of the strongest players um in the team but just because of how well things are going i would not make it. do you feel like kind of to his point sometimes
0: powell overthinks his opponent a little bit though where he is the type of coach where he will make those minute adjustments for one one-off teams and, and things like that yeah,
1: I mean, I, I, I you know, when Pal joined the club, I, I think I went on the record and said that, um, I didn't know if it was the right call. Now I know why it happened. Um, I know why Pal ended up being the choice, um, he wasn't there first the choice, um, but um, I, um, I think he's proven himself at the level, but perhaps he's getting found out from time to time, um, Pat tries to... Um, yeah, tries to match specific targets, um, which can make it easier. I think if you focus too much on your opponent, you're not playing your game, you're trying to play their game. Absolutely. And, and I think what San Antonio has done right in the past few weeks has been playing their game. Um, and so focus on that. Don't focus on, yeah, Sacramento's strong, but so is San Antonio. San Antonio's got fucking strong defenders, probably not as strong as they used to be. Um, with a, a bit less experience in the team. But, you know, Billy is a phenomenally strong striker. Um, he'll out-muscle, you know, most people. Um, I think the midfield, yeah, strong enough. Um, I think we talk about Pecker. you know, he's a strong guy. Um, yeah, I, I, I think the, the wins have come from focusing on themselves and not focusing on opponents, And that's what they should continue with. Don't make the shift for one... Opponent. Now, if there was a run of games you were having against physical teams, then I think that's when you start making the change. But just to counter Sacramento, well, maybe not. Maybe not. I think you're playing into their hands, and that's, you know, that's not what wins in football games.
0: Amen to that. Great question, Guillermo. Thank you very much. If you guys have any questions or anything like that, uh, feel free to uh, comment on there. Um, but let's uh, let's go ahead and take a look, uh, Chris. You had kind of tweeted out um, a little analytics preview. Um, that you've been doing kind of uh, in association with the articles that you've been doing with uh, sasoccer.org as well. So if you guys aren't following Chris, you can uh, see his Twitter handle there. Um, but you were looking at the uh, the preview for Sac Republic in, in their match last week. And uh, talk to us about kind of where you see their weaknesses for today in, in terms of passing and, and, and the defense. Yeah,
1: I think, um you know, I thought – possession wise they were surprisingly poor against um, Orange County. You know, actually, um, when they got in the Orange County half, um, you you expect a drop. You know, drops in the in the um, in your attacking half are normal. Um, it's not unusual to see a drop, but the drop um, down to fifty-six percent from sixty-three, I thought was a bit high. Um, you know, sixty-three percent passing is, is pretty good. Um, fifty-six in your in your Enough, it's still good, um, but probably needs to be better. Um, I realise I have a typo in my first tweet, which annoys me. Um, <laughs> <Dan> <laughs> Twitter. Um, no edit button. The reason for that, I approve no edit button. Um, but um, they, they manage 17 interceptions. I think that's something that San Antonio needs to be mindful of. Their passing <clears throat> hasn't been the best in the league um, by any stretch. Um, and so if Sacramento can pick those off and do better with their passing in the in the final third, then, then they could win the game. Defensively, I mean, 88% of the tackles were made last week. It's going to be hard. Um, they're going to be strong defensively. Like Yama said, I think it's going to be hard to break down. Um, the, the crossing, with good that may not work in Sacramento, we might see that stat change back always all ways because... Sacramento made 18 clearances. It's big. Um, you know they're going to be they're going to be tough to beat. I said I think um, similarly to San Antonio last week. Um, they probably passed a little too much in the attacking um, and waited for the perfect chance and perfect chance didn't come. They had 10 of their 14 shots inside box. Um, you'd expect to get more, but not that much more. Um, so it was uh, a was a surprise. That's kind of how they play though. Um, so I wouldn't be so stressed about shots from distance. I'd be focusing on, you know, throwing your body in the way, stopping shots in the box, and uh, preventing um, preventing things from uh, from escalating. There, um, I said they couldn't finish and they couldn't find the back of the net, um, whereas San Antonio could, despite I think playing a similar attacking game. So, um, yeah, for for me, it's going to be a tight one. Um, similar sides, offensively, um, defensively, I think. Sacramento is a very good side. Um, they're going to be hard to break down, so it's going to have to be very accurate passing um, is the thing that uh, that, Sacramento, that uh, San Antonio's are, are going to have to work on to break down
0: Sacramento. Yeah, and I'm kind of curious because I feel like that's almost been a little bit of a weakness for San Antonio FC is marking within the box. You know, you feel like that's where they give up a lot of goals or just poor communication on who has who on the back post, et cetera. Uh, do you think that that's one area that Sacramento, like you say, with those deep balls and stuff like that, might be able to expose?
1: Yeah, I think they could. Um, the passing's going to be fairly accurate. Um, crossing wasn't that good, though, but despite um, a lot of chances they had, Their crossing was more like what we've seen from San Antonio, um, kind of missing players. Um, so it's hard to... Say, I think if they pass it around in the box, though, you know, we've seen San Antonio leave people wide open um, in the box on not across, on just balls into the box, um, which shouldn't happen um, unless you're playing an offside trap and then they'll be caught offside. So, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be tough. I think Sacramento, I think, play a different style to the teams we've seen um, in the past few weeks and they play a style that I think San Antonio is going to. Um, It's kind of harder to deal with um, than these uh, last couple of games. It'll be tight. um, Always are Matches between these two teams are are
0: always tight. Absolutely. Well, let's take a look at a a couple of quick um, match facts and everything um, against Sacramento. You kind of mentioned it um, already, but uh, as most people know, Sacramento 0-2 here at Toyota Field. And uh, not only 0-2, but never scored a goal at Toyota Field. Uh, So far, clean sheets uh, for San Antonio FC. We'll see if they can – keep that streak alive. And uh, currently one spot of San Antonio ahead in the table, uh, even though they're tied in points. Um, you know, we saw kind of a, a scary injury for Matt uh, against Real Monarchs. Um, Harry, I'll, I'll start with you kind of, um, you know, do you expect to, to see him out there and, and playing today? Or, or do you think just out of precaution, maybe they, they leave Escassian?
2: Uh, if Matt's able to go and, and you know, what he can clear, I'm assuming it would be a, con- a concussion test. Um, if he can pass that, he's out there. I, I don't see him sit. I don't see him as the type of goalkeeper to sit, um, for that here. So I think you're going to have the full starting 11, uh, if available, uh, you know, health wise, uh, out there.
0: Well, let's hope for that. Uh, Viscasi did a great job filling in for Matt there to uh, finish off the game versus Real Monarchs. Um, I'm curious, Rafa. You know, what are kind of your expectations for the match today? What are you hoping to see San Antonio FC bring?
3: Uh hope we can, I guess, break down like Chris mentioned. This is going to be a physical game, but I think if our speed can kind of pick, you know pick up the pace and this. Sacramento doesn't want to be playing at. You know, we can wear them down, especially in this heat, and it's going to be a hot. It's going to be hot during game time. So we don't know what kind of conditioning Sacramento's used to this heat. So wearing them down, wearing their defense downs with nonstop attacks, you know, playing out on the wings, crossing. And I think that's what happened to, to Real Monarchs. They kind of basically kind of slowed down and wore out. So we can wear them out and get those early goals. We'll – I okay, guess so. we'll get the three points tonight. We're looking for for next week's game.
0: Yeah, and that's kind of, I mean, where I think that takes us, uh, you know, the importance of this matchup and, and just kind of where things currently sit uh, in the table. I'll go ahead and pull the standings up here. Um, Harry, why don't you just kind of talk to us a little bit, man, about, you know, where things sit right now and just kind of like you were talking about earlier, the upcoming schedule and, and what you think here for San Antonio FC in terms of standings.
2: Yeah, so for, well, I want to make one comment on the the Sacramento game here. Um, Sacramento's uh, starting goalkeeper, Josh Cohen, uh, did a transfer over to a team over in Israel. Uh, so they're going with, you know, I hate saying their backup keeper, but, uh, you know, basically that's what he was uh, uh, with uh, Josh Cohen, who, who was probably one of the top two or three uh, within. Uh, USL, I, I would estimate here uh, for that here. They have Rafael Diaz uh, in, in the goal here, um, who did very well against uh, Orange County uh, through there here. But I think Toyota Field is a completely different environment than Champions Park, uh, which is in OC. So I think that's something to to kind of keep an eye on as well as, you know, is how is that going to affect their defense? You know, we've seen changes in, 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 in goalies and communication, how it takes a little bit of time um, in a hostile environment like Toyota Field. Uh, that may not be uh, as easy for him uh, to be able to do make that change here. So that's something that I'm kind of looking forward to see. Uh, upcoming for uh, San Antonio here, uh, they have Sacramento tonight, uh, next week away against uh, Reno. Uh, And then they come home for two interesting games, Uh, the 17th against RGV, uh, whose form isn't the best. But uh, when it's RGV in San Antonio, form kind of goes out the window. And uh, I'm sure probably the worst loss, in in my opinion, uh, was that loss down in RGV where the team just didn't show up and, and just got blown out. So. Uh, and then they follow that up with uh, New Mexico uh, on the on Saturday the 24th, uh, which New Mexico, after their Open Cup run, uh, which they went all the way to the quarterfinals, I believe. Uh, yeah, I believe it was quarterfinals uh, against New Mexico before they uh, uh, got rolled out. And then uh, they come home on or they go away to Tacoma on Friday the 30th. So that one you wouldn't think is as tricky, although Tacoma is starting to – figure it out with the youngsters so you know if you maybe had that earlier in the year you could probably count three points but uh you know they just uh took out vegas uh, this last but this last week four to one uh, and vegas ended up with eight eight players on the on the pitch so an interesting schedule um i think tonight's i think you know tonight you definitely got to get the three points because i'm not sure if you can go to reno uh, and get the three points. Uh, there, uh, I, I'm expecting a tie, is what I'm, I'm thinking here.
0: Expecting
2: uh, I'm expecting a tie. Um, I think with the form that San Antonio's in right now, and like I said, here, I, I, think, I think they've got the talent to do it now. That might be wishful thinking, um, but uh, you know, you know, also, I don't know if I've told you guys this, but on. Monday at nine thirty, uh, I'll be on the eighteen sixty eight weekly uh, podcast. Uh, they'll do a YouTube show, and then I think they release it after that, uh, talking the Reno, uh, um, SAFC match as well. So giving away all our secrets. Well, you know, I'm trying to get their secrets that you know that way. Maybe I can talk to Preston and, and you know see if he'll listen to me. But uh, he doesn't seem to pick up when I call. I don't know why. <laughs> well, like well, like
0: you, you just mentioned, mentioned the kind of, of San Antonio FC's upcoming, upcoming schedule—they got Reno, which is, is going to be tough. To it starts start today with Sacramento, to with Sacramento obviously RGV and Tacoma, not quite doing as well. well um, but but definitely, definitely some some important matchups when it comes to standings, and, uh, and I, think I think that's why today is just kind of hopefully they can keep that momentum going that we've seen. As, As of, of late, late from, from San Antonio, San Antonio FC, and, and like I say, everything just, just kind of seems to be rolling, rolling right now at the right, right time for him. Um, um, I know everybody's, everybody's got, got a, a busy Saturday, Saturday and everything before the matchup, and, and I'm excited I'm to, to see, see everyone, everyone out, out there at Toyota, Toyota Field. Did uh, we, we have, have any other topics, topics of, discussion of discussion that we, we wanted to get, to get into for today's episode before we, we kind of get into our final thoughts for today's matchup?
2: Predictions, and then Guillermo asked a question, but I think it's something that I want to table for later about uh, should SAFC honor Rafa. Um, I'm assuming he means this year to make sure he leaves on a good note because obviously uh, based on information that we know where he's uh, seems like he's been more with the Athenians than he has been with SAFC, at least recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is most likely his last year, at least as a player, um, on SAFC, but I think that would... That'd be kind of, that that. deserves its own hmm. little topic, uh, you know, You know, on, on a future episode.
0: Definitely, yeah, yeah we, we, can we can definitely highlight that. that. I'm, I'm also too kind of curious, curious. I, I think most people, and maybe and I'm just speaking for myself, myself here, but we're, were kind of surprised, surprised uh, when, when he, he announced, announced that he was going to be playing even this season. season. I, I think, think a, lot a lot of people, people kind of thought last season, season. Mine is last, last but um definitely definitely, definitely, definitely want to get into that discussion or off of a, a hero, hero here, here in san, san antonio, antonio. But, but chris hockman uh thanks for joining us, us. I thank you for coming on board and uh thank, thank you for, for the the articles that you guys do, do or that you do that you um do. for those, those of, of you watching, watching if y'all have any questions any analytics type questions type chris has been doing, doing like a weekly article for sasoccer.org where he's breaking things down um Based upon percentages, and, and there's a, a big, big math board, and it's a beautiful mind, mind, and he's just all over the place breaking, breaking down San Antonio FC. So we really appreciate that, man. Uh,
1: what are your predictions, predictions for today's game? game? Oh, um, Sacramento struggle in in San Antonio for whatever reason. Um, maybe it's just because this weather in summer is not quite as uh, as nice as that always seventy whatever in uh, in California. Um, and they're in Northern California, though. It's a little cooler up there. Um, weather's not always a, a big thing for the home. We call Houston Dash. lose to the Seattle Rain last night, despite it being a 1,000 degrees in Houston. Um, yeah, it, it, it's it's going to be tough. Um, oof. Uh, I'm going to take draw, honestly. I'm gonna, I think it might be a scoreless draw, which doesn't get people excited to get out there. Um, but, yeah, I just, I can't see entirely where San Antonio is going to break that defense down because um, I feel like every way I can see San Antonio playing to break it down Sacramento can count so they also can't see Sacramento scoring um, in part because they never have in uh, better field so it's time for everything maybe there will be a score from Sacramento um, but I, I can't see either side finding a clear way for me I can't see a clear way either side's going to break
2: down the other um i'm going to hey scott i think we lost the uh, facebook connection oh, damn. or Guillermo saying we lost the sound
0: uh we haven't edited anything on the sound it looks like it's still going so um let's just uh wrap it up then and we okay. can post it to youtube and, and SoundCloud. oh never mind man says we're good okay cool well, what about you, Rafa? Guillermo's just trying to throw us off the He a great question earlier. Now we're going to have to kick him off the show. But what about you, Rafa? What are your what are predictions, predictions for uh, today's right. match? Well,
3: seeing the last game with Sacramento up in California, we're missing one ingredient, and in which has been the factor the last few weeks, which is Frank, quote unquote, the bank, Lopez, because he's been money, scoring goals. So, yeah, that's his, that's his new name, Frank the Bank. I like it.
0: You can't just keep using Frank the Tank. That's, that's no, uh, he's
3: Frank the Bank because he, he, he's money when he scores goals. Uh, I, I see a 2-0 win with us. He's going to get another goal. That, I think he's the key factor of this. How is Sacramento going to, you know, uh, round him up? Because he's going to pressure them. And I noticed from the last game, we weren't getting that pressure on Sacramento. So, he's going to – you know, get them riled up, their defense all riled up, and wearing them out. And then also with Gomez, you know, he's gonna—I think he'll sneak, maybe sneak one another one in, but he's gonna add more pressure. So I do see us winning uh, 2-0 and then Pirano. Pirano's been lights out. You know, you know, he's been all over the field. This him being that small, but being physical, taking hits, getting the you know leading the attack you know he's been the key so those three ingredients is gonna get us that
2: 2 one0 win tonight 2-0 well, win. Guillermo went two one uh with Lopez and prano with the goals of course SAFC. uh I'm gonna go with history one nothing that's that's what history says in this yeah. match.
0: 1-0 is a zero. safe bet one One zero. That that's that's <laughs> the money.
2: You know, if you want to go with Frank the bank, you go with one nothing because that's what uh that, that's what the results say.
1: Yeah, to go over the historic results, all both in San Antonio one zero. Um yeah. in um in Sacramento we've had San Antonio winning uh Sacramento winning two one twice and then losing one 0 once. So there's never been
2: uh more than one I, goal difference.
1: Uh higher
2: than one goal difference although uh, I, I will say i think coach pal has opened up the playbook a little bit more the offense is a little bit more open than i think what we've ever seen so the opportunity is to have the higher scores um but you know if if i'm gonna you know if i'm gonna stake a score i'm, I'm gonna go with the, the safe 1-0 this week
0: I, I guess, guess I'll uh, I'll take 20 then also but I'm going to go with uh Jameson and Lopez for my goal scores. Uh, I think Jameson's going to get one and uh, obviously Frank the the bank there uh, as he's been nomenclatured can, uh, can't can't roll him out but uh, you know and that's one thing too you know San Antonio FC speed you talk about Chris how they, they might be able to try and get through that back line and you can kind of just picture you know a guy like Pirano maybe making one of those dangerous balls that he's able to just play across the top of the box you know I I think if they're able to squeeze one out it's going to have to come somehow with some speed or something like that from one of those guys uh Lopez or Pirano or Gomez one of them but I, uh, again, again, I appreciate you coming on with us, man. man. I, I look forward appreciate to, hopefully, you know, any other, obvious obviously, shows you can come on. We're happy to have you. Uh, Ron yeah. and Harry, I'll see you guys there at uh, Toyota Field this evening. For those of you watching on uh, our live show, again, talk to us about our scarves. Uh, they're going to be $20. Uh, we're taking pre-orders right now. Um, but we'll see you guys out there at Toyota Field. As always, this has been another edition of the San Antonio Soccer Roundtable. We out.